Hey, folks, it's Mark Aram. I hope you're enjoying the Mark Aram Show podcast. A reminder, you can hear this very radio show live Monday through Friday. We're live 6 to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. Welcome to the show. Good Wednesday, everyone. Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. and in the uh, lexicon. In the halls of history of the Mark Aram Show, this might be one of the funnest shows we're going to ever have. we got a ton of good stuff. We're going to kick things off the Millennial Match Game in just a second. Jay Black, angry Jay Black, will join us live from Truist Park, Bray's home opener. We've got Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville and Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review. This is like one of those triple stuffed Oreos. Long oh, ago. yeah, yeah. Those are good. Yeah. Well, that's what this show is today. It's a okay. triple yeah. stuffed Oreo or a yeah. stuffed crust pizza, if you Ooh. will. Yeah, it's it's. How's huge. your hamburger helper, by the way? Uh, you were off on vacation. Yeah, I was. Go listen to yeah, the podcast. So I. I saw the <laughs> picture. The I need to know about this. Go listen to the podcast. Thanks for listening. Uh, let's. Busy. You know what? Let's. You are busy, and I'm busy running a show. We're gonna start off with what Judd Hickenbotham. Let's play Millennial Match Game. Yeah, buddy. She is cheesier, gooier, and tastier than hamburger helper. She is Randy Okre from the Digital Desk. How you doing, Randy? Hey, what's going on? I had a little audio issue there, but um, yeah, hey, y'all. Are you in the bathtub? You sound like you got a little echo cooking. Uh, there we go. Possibly, maybe, but now it's over. <laughs> what's going on? All right, I don't know. Work a, pot her down for a second. We're getting some feedback. Uh, can she dial back in or something? No, don't do that. I don't know how this, I'm not an engineer. I play one on TV. Uh, while Randy gets situated, let's meet our contestants on the phone. Paige joins us in Lilburn. Paige, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, Mark. Thanks for having me on tonight. My name is Paige. I'm married. I have two kids that are trying to navigate this crazy COVID season resiliently. And I'm cooking lasagna right now. Happy National Lasagna today, Day today, by the way. Was that intentional, Paige? No, but that's awesome. Yeah, today is, ooh, I love a good lasagna. All right, Danny's going to be playing you in McDonough. Danny, welcome to the show. Tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Danny uh, from McDonough. Um, I'm actually in a bathtub. Um, uh, <laughs> nice. No, I'm just kidding, just kidding, just kidding. Um, no, so uh, Mary got uh, four kids, uh, about to send one off to college. So good go. having a lot of fun right now. I wish we had cash prizes to give you since you got to pay tuition now, but unfortunately well, because that's of the, the only reason why I called. Yeah, the Rona, we have no prizes yet. We're working on getting the prizes back, though. Deborah Green oh, assures okay. me. Okay. All right, Millennial Match Game, as always, brought to you by Rocco's European Garage. Today, guys, it's TV and film workplaces. TV, film, workplaces. So I'm going to say the name of a workplace, and you guys don't need to know the answer, like what TV show or movie it's from. You just have to guess whether or not Millennial Randy will know. For example, uh... We'll start with you, Paige. This doesn't count. Cheers. If I say cheers, that hangout, will Randy know what TV show or movie the hangout Cheers was in? Like like if it was in a bar? No, just like the name of the show. The name of the hangout okay. was Cheers. Will she then know the name of the show that Cheers was the hangout in? Okay. All right. All right. Randy, what show is it? <laughs> cheers. Yeah, all right. So that's it. You just have to guess whether or not Randy will know what TV show featured that hangout? That was a little confusing. All right, so this one counts for real, uh, Paige. The name of this uh, workplace, it's not a workplace, it's a hangout. This TV workplace was called Ewing Oil. Ewing Oil. Will Millennial Randy know what TV show had a workplace named Ewing Oil? I think Randy's pretty dramatic in general, but I doubt she would know 
that place. I think this that's is a. I think that's the ride. The wise guess. Randy Ewing Oil was from what TV show? Um. Okay. I just still laughing about her uh, intro there about me, but um, she's dramatic. Ewing Oil. So I'm gonna think it's like a like a, a auto parts place. They have like a you know somebody fixed on cars. Yeah. So I can say like maybe taxi. Taxi's a great guess. I hope your mom's not listening. Oh. Because. Ewing Oil was from the TV show Dallas, which is your hometown. <laughs> Randy, Randy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. All right. No, no point for Paige. That's all right. You can still make it up to Paige. Uh, all right, here we go. Danny, this workplace is called uh, Dunder Mifflin Paper Company. Dunder Mifflin uh. Paper Company. Will Millennial Randy know what workplace from what TV show is Dunder Mifflin Paper Company? Randy will absolutely know. I think where so Dunder too. Mifflin comes from. Dunder Mifflin. What TV show is that from, Randy? Um, what is all this pressure? Dunder who? <laughs> Dunder who? Dunder Mifflin <laughs> Paper Company. Okay, so it's a paper company. Okay, that's somebody probably worked there. Um, this is in the seventies. No, no, it's yeah. pretty pretty recent show. <sighs> I don't know. Dunder Mifflin. Okay, people, person, paper, people. That is the office. That is the office. You got it, Danny. Jim is going to be very upset with you. Yeah. Oh, man. I hope Nicole Bennett is not listening. Nicole Bennett's going to stab you in the belly. All right. uh, After a rough stumble out of the gate, end of round one of Millennial Match Game, Deborah Green, what is the score? Page zero, Danny one. All right. uh, One nothing. Pitching a shout out, Danny. We'll get back to Millennial Match Game. But all right. Here we go. TV, film, workplaces, match game, millennial style. Page, you're up. Will Millennial Randy. Noah TV show had a uh, workplace called Blue Moon Detective Agency. Blue Moon Detective Agency. When in doubt, the millennial does not know. Just let me reiterate that. No, she will not. That is correct. That That is the correct answer. There's no way Randy will know this. Randy, Blue Moon Detective Agency was from what TV show? Randy already quit. Randy, you there? Does that mean I win? I, I think I think I think that means no. that means uh, Doug I'm Turnbull. Not. Doug Turnbull is going to fill in. For, Doug, if you if you're still listening, Doug, can you can you substitute for Randy? Yeah, I have no idea what that is. All Very right, good. Decent. It's moonlighting. You remember moonlighting? Probably too young to remember moonlighting. I don't think I ever saw a show. Sybil Shepherd and Bruce Willis. Yeah. All right, all right. Doug filling in. Good job coming out of the bullpen. Uh, Danny, you're up. Uh, this TV workplace was called Sanford and Son. Salvage Yard. Sanford and Son Salvage Yard. Well, Millennial Doug Turnbull now, a little older, will he know a TV show had the Sanford and Son Salvage Yard? I think, well, not only will he know it, he's probably picked up a few parts from there. I think you're right. Doug Turnbull, what TV show is that from? Elizabeth, Sanford and Son. That is correct. Good job. With perhaps the greatest intro of any television song of all time. Let it kick in there. There we go. That's in stereo. Did you know that's in stereo? Right now? The bulls and bears. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wonder if they get. Who's, what is that? What that is looks that? like a horse. Is yeah. that someone making lasagna in the background? I, I think that's someone making lasagna in the background. All right, here we go. Uh, you need this one, Paige, to stay in the game. This television show workplace was called Burns Industry. Burns Industry. Well, Millennial Doug Turnbull, Noah TV show, had Burns Industries. I will say no. He will not. He is definitely going to know. Burns Industries, Doug Turnbull. Got to be the Simpsons, right? 
That is correct. That's all right, Paige. You're going to have lasagna. You're going to lose this game handily, but you're going to be able to eat lasagna. Eat well. Danny is not going to get lasagna. All right, here we go. Uh, Danny, you're up. Uh, this TV workplace was simply known as Vandalay Industries. Vandalay Ooh. Industries. Will Doug Turnbull, the millennial, know what TV show had a workplace called Vandalay Industries? I don't think Doug's going to know this Ooh, one. Ooh, I think Doug definitely knows this one because we have a traffic trooper named Art Vandalay. Doug, oh. what TV show is that? But I don't know the reference there. I've never oh. known about It's my favorite oh, burrito yes, on the mode, yes. too, but I don't Come know on. it. Art Vandalay. He just died a little bit inside. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> Art Vandalay was George Costanza's fake name, and Vandalay Industries was the fake company. So, uh, all right, no point. That's our. Oh, Danny gets the point. Yeah, Danny yeah, does I get gets the point. Don't we'll take it away from I, me. I can't believe he didn't get that one. All right, here we go, Paige. You really need this one. Doug Turnbull, Ooh. the mighty millennial in the chopper. Will he know what TV show had a workplace called Central Perk? Central Perk. Yes, he will. All right, fingers crossed. You can get out of the scoreboard here. Doug Turnbull, Central Perk was and a work. I thought this was the most overrated show of all time, but it's Friends. <laughs> simply by saying lucky. that, you're right, Doug, but simply by saying that it's the most overrated show on television, Maya just rescinded your wedding invitation to our <laughs> wedding. Because she is the biggest uh, Friends fan of all time. Um, all right, do we have time for one more? Woo. Yeah, we do. All right, Paige got on the board. Danny, you're up. Uh, Sunshine Cab Company. Sunshine Cab Company. Will Millennial Doug know what TV show had a workplace called the Sunshine Cab Company? Doug will know this one. Ooh, all right, Doug, a lot of pressure. Sunshine Cab. What TV show is that from? I'm going to take a stab. Taxi. You are right, Doug Turnbull. You are right. Yes. Absolutely. Danny is like the champ of this game. Is that four for four, right? I, I don't even. Yeah, four for four, Deborah Green says. All right, last one, Paige. You're going to lose, but let's go out on some uh, on a positive note. Uh, let's see. No, you did, you did well. Um, you're just guessing wrong. It's a, it's a, it's a coin flip, this game. Um, the workplace was called uh, WKRP Radio Station. WKRP Ooh. Radio Station. Well, Millennial yes. Doug, no. Yes. You say yes. Doug Turnbull, WKRP. Isn't it great? I should have a turkey to blow out of this helicopter here at WKRP Cincinnati, baby. That's right. (laughs) Greatest thing to come out of Cincinnati since Peter Spriggs. Um, All right, Deborah, that's the end. Thank you, Doug, for jumping in, by the way. Get your traffic report ready. What what was the final score, Deborah? Final score, page three, Danny Ford. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, yeah. she did. Page came back. All right, uh, great job. Page, enjoy your lasagna. Danny, enjoy your victory again. No, uh, no. Eric, listen, since I don't get a prize, can I give a shout out to my wife? You called me Eric, so no, you cannot. You called me Eric. What the? Sorry. I'm kidding, Danny. Go ahead. Go ahead. What's her name? Look, uh, I think she's listening. Katrina Seacrest is the most beautiful woman in the world, and I love her. Thanks. Wow. For, he did something wrong. Thanks for listening hey. to the uh, Eric Erickson show, Danny. Appreciate oh, it, guys. Oh, right. oh, Danny. Wow. Can I rescind his title? I know. Yeah. Right? Son of a biscuit. All right, we'll be right back. This is the Mark Aram Show with host Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB. Quick reminder that tomorrow morning, our 20th annual WSB Radio Cancer Carathon begins with Scott Slade in Atlanta's Morning News as we continue to try to raise more and more money for our little bald-headed warriors at the Children's Cancer Center, the healthcare, the Aflac Cancer Center at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. I'll get it down by tomorrow. I've only been doing it 20 years. Starts tomorrow. You can donate online at wsbradio.com. It's going to be a different 
Carathon this year because of the COVID. So we're not going to be at the hospital, which is sad, but I feel even more uh, amped up to try to raise money for those kids. So tomorrow, starting with the Atlanta's Morning News, and we're going to be on tomorrow on normal spot, 6 to 8, and on Friday, Deborah Green, noon to 2. That's right. For the 28th, 20th annual WSB Radio Care a thon. When we come back, Jay Black, WSB Sports Director, the angry one. He should be smiling tonight because he is live at Truist Park for Braves opening day. We'll see what's going on there in the age of COVID. We got uh, Johnny Kilbasa with the Fast Food Review and Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville. It's just nonstop fun tonight on the Mark Aram Show. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. News, weather, traffic next. And you're listening to the Mark Aram Show. 639, 82 degrees on Peachtree Street. Nah, we'll call it a seven on the Mark Aram Show back sweat meter. Chuck, did you have any back sweat on your way in from your uh, stone home? No, I was inside in air conditioning. Oh, nice. Very nice. Uh, We got, we got, speaking of nice, baseball is back. I'm very excited, except for the Florida Marlins, who the, you know, majority of the team has tested positive for COVID-19. But the Braves are healthy. We got our catchers back. And we got our sports director back. He is live at Truist Park for the Braves home opener. It is your friend and mine, Jay Black, on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Jay Bird. Oh, it is so good to be back here. You've been good. You've been jonesing. I mean, you were normally you'd have like 50 games under your belt already at the minimum, and uh, now your first game at uh, Truist Park. First game what it's called Truist Park. Uh, what's the scene right now, buddy? Uh, well, I had to step outside the stadium, and I'm at the third base gate where normally there would be tons of people trying to get in the building to watch the game. There's like eight people here walking around, and they're headed out to the battery. People wearing Braves T-shirts and Braves jerseys head out to the battery to get as close as they can to the game tonight. They're going to have the game on the big screen out there, so uh, they're going to let people set up their lawn chairs and stay six feet apart, enjoy some dinner in the battery, and uh, hear what they can hear from the stadium. Do we expect a large crowd in the battery, or are people still kind of uh, wary of the coronavirus to hang out at bars? I walked out there about 10 minutes ago, I would say, fair. I think it'll probably pick up a little more here once we get a little closer to first pitch. It's not jam-packed like it would be if there was a real game, but I bet it's been the busiest it's been in about three months out here. Let's go behind the scenes, talking to WSB Radio Sports Director Jay Black on the Mark Aram Show. Uh, typically, the stands would be full. You'd be up in the press box with the other writers and radio folk and everything. What's it, what's it look like now in 2020? Are you, are you allowed in the park? Where are you allowed to go? Are you going to be able to talk to the players? How does that all work now? I'm allowed in the park up until about right now when they've asked uh, us to start stepping outside. Uh, they'll let us, uh, the, the TV guys and the radio guys, they'll let us be there to do uh, pregame stuff, and then uh, we have to leave once the game starts. So the writers, the main beat writers that are here all the time, they're, they'll be in the press box to communicate what you don't see on television. And then as far as our access to the players go, we will not see them this year. Everything we're doing is uh, they've got Zoom video conferences set up in uh, areas underneath the stadium and in the manager's office. So uh, once the game's over, we'll do all of our post-game availabilities on Zoom, home and away, and uh, that's how we'll have our contact with the players this year. So so you have to leave the ballpark during the game? Like they can't even put you socially distanced in the press box somewhere? That's um, the press, press they're, they're socially distancing in the press box, so they've asked uh, all of us to uh, to step out, and that's, uh, and that's what we'll do. So what, uh, that's where, what we're asked to do. Where the hell are you supposed to go, Jay Black? I know you're not going uh, to a bar. I'm going to go to the battery and talk to some of the fans out there, and then I'm going to go to the uh, Omni Hotel and uh, talk to some of the fans that actually have 
the golden tickets, the only place you can really see the game as a fan. They've got 10 balconies out there that overlook the stadium, and uh, those go for 750 a pop, and they're all sold out tonight, but uh, they can actually watch part of the game when they're not blocked out by the scoreboard. That's, that, does anyone else find that weird, Longoria? You've covered a lot of st- stuff in radio that – uh, I understand it's it's we're doing a pandemic, but to to make Jay Black leave the stadium, it's a big stadium. Like yeah. I'd be like Jay, go out to the chop house and hang out by yourself, or go into the uh, left field bleachers. Yeah, that is kind of weird. Seems a little it? overkill. Yeah, that's that's uh, like what if if you were covering the game, so you're covering this as an opening day event, not really covering the game game. But if you were covering the game game, what, like that's crazy. How are you going to cover that outside the ballpark on your own? Uh, um, watch it on TV. That's so weird. All right, let's uh, that's that befuddles me. All right, um, let's talk about Braves baseball. We're getting our catchers back from the COVID injury list, and Nick Markakis says what today, Jay Black? He has uh, he has opted back in. Uh, he has decided that uh, well, he actually said, "quote Maybe I made a rash decision. Uh, I thought it was a good decision at the time to um, to not play this year with his kids being at home, but after watching five games on TV, he's thought better of it. So he will uh, start warming up." Uh, at Gwinnett, uh, he's not on the roster yet, but he will be put on there once he's ready to go. And I'm pretty sure it kind of went down because he talked to Freddie Freeman like the day after he had his horrible night yeah. on Friday when he said he thought, you know, he, he asked a prayer for God not to take him. So that spooked him a little bit. And, you know, really with the glaring exception of the Miami Marlins, baseball's done all right. They're yeah. testing positive percentages less than 1%. So said, you know, maybe we can deal with this. I'd like to come back and play, and uh, he's been welcome back. So Nick Markakis, who opted out, has decided to come back in. That's, uh, I guess the Braves are cool with that, right? I mean, Yeah, he, he said he apologized to his teammates. Uh, when manager Snicker talked to us earlier, he, um, he didn't know that. So he said uh, he supports uh, Markakis either way. So happy to have him back. They need a little outfield depth, so... He'll, and uh, he doesn't strike out much. And if you haven't uh, watched the first five games, the Braves have a strikeout problem right now, which I think most of Major League Baseball does. So he'll, there'll certainly be a place for him to help. I don't know if he'll start, but uh, he'll have a role on this team. I'm sure they'd, they'd prefer if he was a strong left-handed starting pitcher, which is what they really need or right now. Or right-handed starting pitcher. Or, or, or any kind. Yeah, real quick, not Jay. Mike Soroka. Well, real quick, Mike fulton uh designated for assignment. He looked just different the other night, physically different. Do we know every, if everything's all right with Fulte? He, they say he's fine, but I think anybody that watches is like, man, he looks really skinny. Yeah. And he has no giddy-up on his fastball anymore. He's lost like five or six miles an hour. The last time we saw him here was the last home game, that playoff game, the 10-run first inning. He looked like a man who was shaken, and I don't know if he's really recovered, and physically he just didn't look the same at all. So if he clears waivers, he'll go back down to Gwinnett and uh, take another stab at it. Jay Black always has giddy-up on his fastball. He is outside of Truist Park. He's not allowed in. He's an outside dog. Jay Black's an outside dog <laughs> outside uh, Truist Park. Bring us home a victory, Jay. We'll hear you tomorrow morning on Atlanta's Morning News with Scott Slade. See you. All right, we're to come back. That's so weird. I mean, I understand not letting Jay Black in for other reasons, but, but <laughs> right, for right. COVID, I don't know. We'll talk about that when we come back. 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. This is The Mark Aram Show. 653, Mark Aram and the Bananas with you till 8 in the p.m. Monday through Friday on WSB. Don't forget the WSB Carathon starts tomorrow morning with Scott Slade and Atlanta's Morning News. Just talked to Jay Black. I was texting on the Piccadilly text line with uh, angry Jay Black, and he was calling me angry Mark Aram because I was angry they, they booted Jay out of the uh, the park. Apparently it's a Major League Baseball rule. Yeah. But Dave O'Brien from The Athletic, formerly of the AJC, just tweeted a picture. Him and Steve Hunnamer are comfortable up in the press box and Poor Jay's panhandling outside of... Uh, Jay hasn't get that level yet. Truest yeah. Park. I guess not. Would I get that treatment? 
Because I was planning, because I can't go as a fan. Right. I was like, oh, I'll get on a weekend game. I'll get a press pass and go to the game. You're also a former athlete, so they'll look at you differently. <laughs> yeah, they'll true. be like, oh, you were a Division <laughs> One <true>. athlete. Uh, <laughs> Come right on in. But I don't want to get a press pass and then be booted out from the game. Yeah, that's a little crazy. That is. But apparently it's not the Braves thing. It's a major yeah. league thing. Maybe Jay's on like a, a blacklist. <laughs> I can see that. You know, yeah. like, I can see that. Yeah, they're just they're, making up stuff like, oh, dude, you can't come in. It's, yeah. it's, you know, he got, he's the only one. He got <laughs> yeah. caught stealing hot dogs out of the uh, commissary up there. Yeah, yeah he's <laughs> not Buford. You're right. Uh, so speaking of, so there's no fans there. I don't know if you've seen this, guys. Yeah. If you've been watching any of the games, teams are selling to fans the ability to put a cardboard, cardboard cutout of themselves and uh, it's it's like I don't know it's that not that expensive and you could do your dog your grandma yourself whatever that, yeah. I was thinking about doing one of Russ and Gainesville oh, and putting it out there if you can get that behind pay home the extra plate, yeah just to Russ put them behind right? Russ is on every yeah. shot but uh, apparently there's been some issues with this Deborah Green people doing not oh, legitimate yeah. people for the cutouts yeah so this started a while ago uh, I thought it was soccer but it was actually rugby so in Australia they kicked it off over a month ago the same thing twenty two bucks print send your photo in they'll print out put you in the stand the problem is. They were getting pictures of like Adolf Hitler oh and Osama bin Laden <laughs> and a couple of serial killers, and they were defacing the prime minister. And whoever was doing quality control obviously wasn't paying attention because they made it on TV. Wow. And a bunch of people were saying, you know, inappropriate. How could you put that on there? Who, who made it on? Uh, Hitler or, or Adolf, Osama? Yeah, um, both of all of them. Oh, yeah, there's my. different pictures from all <laughs> over the not, place. Yeah, exactly. Know How do you Good not grief. know that? But At least the guy just, printing it, too, you know? Yeah, I don't know. But the end, the guy actually lost his job because of yeah. how much feedback have. they got. Yeah, so they you know, I know exactly what it. happened. Like, they know if someone sends you a picture of Adolf Hitler to put in, you know it's Adolf Hitler. Yeah. But it's the coronavirus. It's the pandemic. They're like, well, 60 bucks is 60 bucks. Like, maybe no one will notice. Maybe. Like, <laughs> like we're going to take the money. We'll put Bin Laden up in the right field bleachers, and maybe no one will yeah, see him. Yeah, put him way up somewhere where they're not going to see it. Yeah. That's, I don't know. Yeah. I have pay attention. Yeah. I, uh, they might flag Russ from Gainesville. I wonder if they're going to do Yeah, <laughs> They should. Oh, we know that guy. <laughs> yeah, Russ is not getting on. I, but I truly, I was going to do one. I'm just too lazy to do it. Yeah. I like what the NBA is doing. Have you seen what the NBA is doing? Yeah. They're like doing like a, it's like a Zoom meeting. So fans can get in and they have like. Yeah. Uh, they they're have doing a, that in soccer as yeah, well. Yeah, they have a the TV in the back yeah. and it's like they're just sitting in front of a computer and they can, they can hear them. They can cheer, boo, whatever. Uh, so on like the TV telecast? Or no, no, like no. It's the, like the in the stands. Like you know, so imagine yeah. the big screens, and you have a bunch of little zooms, so you can connect in, and it'll have a bunch of fans in there, and they can hear them in the stadium. That would that would annoy me as yeah. a former Division One athlete. If I stepped, <laughs> you up wouldn't to want the, somebody cheering for you. What's so funny is so there's there's no fans in the stadiums, and it's dead silent, and the players are like this is so weird, blah blah blah. I was like playing. It's like playing high school baseball. Yeah, pretty you know? much. No, you yeah. Had my dad. High school track meet. There yeah, was my exactly. Parents, and that was like, it. <laughs> these guys have played in front of no fans before. It's yeah. it's not a big no. deal. Uh, all right. When we come, I need two contestants for uh, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. If you know Russ, you're going to have an advantage here. So loyal listeners get an advantage. Two contestants for Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. News, weather, and traffic next. The Mark Aram Show is performed before a live studio audience. No, I want this town to be near you. I stand alone. I stand alone. Welcome back.
back to the show to go to Wednesday Eve to you. Mark Aram here, you there at 708, eight minutes after 7 o'clock. This is the Mark Aram Show, heard Monday through Friday, 6 to 8 p.m. on 95.5 WSB Atlanta's News and Talk. The whole gang here tonight, Deborah Green produces the show. Shlongoria, the stoic Eskimo on the other side of the takeout window. Low T. Chuck screens your calls. In exactly 30 minutes, Johnny Cabasa is going to join us with a faster review. I've got an interesting COVID-related question to ask you in just a second, but quickly becoming America's favorite radio game. It's Never Have I Ever. I've been everywhere, man. It's Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. The man, the myth, the legend joins us from uh, beautiful Hall County, Georgia. It's Russ in Gainesville. How are you, Russ? Great, Mark. Hi, everybody. Uh, so Russ is uh, is obviously a rising star. This game is phenomenal. And we're going to play Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Let's meet our contestants on the phone. Our buddy Grant's in Tequila. What's going on, Grant? How are you, Mark? Good to, good to see you. Talk to you. Uh, t- tell the folks a little bit about yourself at home. What's going on with Grant? Uh, well, tonight I'm just sitting here with uh, one of my four dachshunds, Sheldon, and we're just uh, having a, a beverage out on the porch. Sounds like a dream, my friend. You're going to be playing against John. John, tell the folks at home a little bit about yourself. Well, uh, the short, simple version is that I'm... Uh, like a consultant for the military, Ooh. and I help military solve problems. And um, can you help Russ solve problems, though? That's the thing. Can you help Russ solve some of his problems? Uh, well, Russ, love you, buddy. I'm your neighbor <laughs> down the road, but I don't know. All right, here we go. Never have I ever. I'm going to say something, and you guys have to just guess whether or not Russ has ever done it or not. Grant, we'll start with you. Has Russ in Gainesville ever stolen money from a fountain? You know the fountains where you toss change in there? <laughs> Has Russ ever stolen money or borrowed money, I guess, from a fountain? What do you think? Absolutely. You say yes. Russ, ever taken money from a fountain? Uh, yeah, I probably did yeah. once or twice, <laughs> but just, you know, a quarter or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, you needed to get uh, some a Coke. You were a kid, you needed a Coke, blah, blah, blah. All right, here we go, John. As Russ in Gainesville... Ever snuck into a concert? Snuck into a concert? What do you think? Um, I'm gonna say no. All right, Russ in Gainesville. We know you're stealing money from the fountain, but have you snuck into a concert? Well, you know, my dad was in the radio business, so I always had free tickets. Yeah. So I didn't have to. There you go. Good, uh, good job, John. Doing logic there. He never has to pay for concerts, mm-hmm. and now that I've got him hooked mm-hmm. up, he never has to pay for. So you've never paid for a concert, Russ. Good stuff. <laughs> uh, never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. Grant is up. Uh, Grant, has Russ ever been to uh, a Disney park? Disney World, Disneyland, Euro Disney, Tokyo Disney, whatever. Has Russ ever been to a Disney park? Yeah, I believe so. Ooh, I don't know. I think I would have gone no on that. Russ, you ever been to Disney World? No, my family's been there several times. I did not go. <laughs> they they left so you I, or you opted out? I didn't want to go. Yeah, yeah. I understood. I, I had a good time. I, I think I was there like maybe 14 the last time I was there. And then I was like, all right, I'm too old for this. You know, at 8, I was like, all right, this is fun. At 14, I'm like, we're the Talk girls. To some of the Disney crazies in the building. Yeah. Like, we're, crazy love. Yeah, yes. they love at Disney. All right, never have I ever with Russ in Gainesville. John... Has Russ in Gainesville ever gotten bitten by a snake? Has he ever been bitten by a snake? He's from Hall County, so I hope so. Russ, you ever been bitten by a snake? Many, many times. <laughs> I catch snakes all the time. Well, hold yep. on. Why do you catch snakes? Are you eating them? What are you doing with I these? I love snakes. I love snakes. They'll bite you the first couple of days till you feed them. <laughs> 
they won't bite you after that. But yeah, I've been snake bitten Chuck, many times. Let's fact check this, Chuck, for our Montana kid. Well, is that true? Will they bite you and then and then they settle down? Not necessarily, but if you keep them fed, they have no reason to bite you. Okay, that's true. But it's All not right. like they bite you a few times and then they just stop. And they say, "Oh, it's Russ." All right, I'm not going to bite Russ anymore. <laughs> yeah. All right. right, good job, John. Got the point there. Never have air with Russ in Gainesville. This is an interesting one. Grant, has Russ ever been to a Broadway play? <laughs> a play on Broadway in New York City. What do you think, Grant? I'm going to say he has, yes. Russ, you ever been to Broadway? Uh, no, and you know what? I, I lived in New Jersey for a while. I know. I never, and I, I would drive by the Broadway, and I, you know, I saw it, but I don't think I ever went in one. Yeah, you. I think you'd remember it. I think you'd remember it. All right, end of round one of uh, Never Have I Ever with Russ in Gainesville. Not yet sponsored. We're working on a sponsor for this. What is the score, Deborah Green? It is 2-2. Uh, Never Have I Ever continues with Russ in Gainesville. Refresh my memory, Deborah Green. Uh, what's the score and who's up? It's 2-2, and it's John's turn. John, here we go. Has Russ in Gainesville ever dressed up as a furry? I don't think that as needs it. As a furry? I'm not even going to describe it. Either you know what a furry is or not. Uh, I'm going to guess yes. Russ, you ever dressed up as a furry? I don't know what that is. You ever put on a costume in the bedroom? How's that? Costume in the bedroom? No. No. I, I mean, I dressed like um, Judge Judy on Halloween one time. <laughs> I thought he was going to say in the bedroom. I was thinking, that's weird. Uh, all right. Fair. Maybe too much information there, but that's all right. No point for John. Was that John or Grant? That was John. All right. Grant is up. Has Russ in Gainesville, this is a great one, ever eaten someone else's leftovers? Has Russ ever uh, snagged someone else's leftovers? For sure. <laughs> Russ, you ever eaten someone's leftovers, buddy? Well, you know, like a girlfriend, like if she gets mad and leaves, I'll eat what she has left, sure. That, that, actually, it's probably a benefit of the transient women that come through. They'll leave half a Subway sandwich in the fridge, in the mini fridge, and Russ is like, I got half of a cold cut combo. That's well, that girl Becca yesterday, she left a bunch of chicken wings and I grabbed them. <laughs> and you ate yeah. them. Yeah, well, I brought them home, yeah. All right, final one. This is John's turn. Uh, John has Russ in Gainesville ever been on jury duty has ever done jury duty uh yeah all right we know well i don't know you have to be registered to vote i don't know if russ is registered uh but he's a big trump supporter so he's probably registered now russ you ever been on a jury uh in forsyth county and hall county oh double dipping russ i bet i would love to have russ on the jury russ <laughs> seems to be like a fair-minded impartial dude if I ever needed a jury of my peers, Russ it would definitely be one of them. All right, Deborah Green, what is the final score of Never Have I Ever with Russ and Gainesville? All tied, 3-3. Three, 3-3, three. Three to three, we got a tie. And listen, John and Grant, you guys were fantastic contestants, so thank you for that. Enjoy your beer on the porch. And, uh, John, thanks for helping out the government solve problems. All right. And You're Ru welcome. And, Russ, you have a great night, buddy. Thanks a lot, guys. Great job. Russ and Gainesville, Never Have I Ever. All right, so... I don't want to go too deep into COVID because it's like COVID, COVID, COVID. But I had a th uh, uh, thought about this the other day. So restaurants are starting to open now, right? Now, hypothetically, I'm not going to do this. So this isn't going to happen. But hypothetically, I invite Deborah, Loti, and Longoria and their spouses out for dinner. Like, hey, we can finally go to a restaurant. Um, you would need, Chuck and Longoria, you need to get babysitters, right? Yeah. Yes. What? Is are babysitters still even a thing in the time of COVID? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, but really, Do, like, what? What? I'm I'm just picturing like a teenager. Would a teenager want to go? Would her parents 
their parents let them go to someone's house right now to babysit? You know what I'm saying? I mean, we haven't had a problem. No problem. I, no, 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 not at all. Anybody that we've used is uh, for to babysit to look after yeah. Ella. But, but you understand yeah. why I'm buying, thinking yeah, that? Yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. But I, I haven't. Uh, like twelve year old Becky's a babysitter, right? Yeah. I don't know. Is that too young? We'll no, say fifteen year old Becky. All yeah. right. And she's that's that's her gig. She's been babysitting for Longoria for a year and a half. She's a great little babysitter. Takes care of the girls well. But then the coronavirus comes. Aren't Becky's parents gonna be like? It's not worth the ten bucks Longoria's giving you, <laughs> yeah, you know, to go and and hang out. It's I, I just thought that'd be weird. But have you had any issues? We haven't. Well, we haven't used one. I mean, we have we haven't we haven't gone out or anything to where we need somebody to watch the kids yeah. through this whole thing. So we haven't really needed one. We do have one that um, that's a regular. You know, she she used to work with the the both the girls at the daycare. Mm-hmm. Um, but we haven't, like I said, in the last five months, yeah. we haven't even gone out or anything, so we haven't needed. But I think now, as as we start to slowly reopen, and you know, the parents that have been, yeah, you've been cooped up the whole oh, time yeah, yeah, inside yeah. the house. You want to get the hell out of there? Oh, yeah, yeah. Take Leslie on a date. Take hot neighbor on a date. I would think it would be a struggle right now because I know if my teenage kid was a babysitter. I'm not letting them go to, no offense to you or low T, but I'm not letting them go out. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. In, uh, you yeah know, I understand, yeah. The hot spot of coronavirus, which is <laughs> yeah, my house. Longoria's <laughs> cul-de-sac. I'm not, I'm not doing that. So I just want to know if anyone has any uh, scoop on that. Uh, is the babysitter industry dying like so many other things because of COVID? And if you are a babysitter or the parent of a babysitter, are you going to let them go out and go to Chuck's house and watch the kids or Longoria's? Or my house and dogs hit Bosco and Deuce. 404-872-0750. 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Mark Aram on 95.5 WSB, Atlantis News and Talk. Welcome back to the show discussing a possible shortage of babysitters post-COVID, during COVID, the pandemic. I don't know if babysitters, if their parents, talk about the younger ones, if they would uh, be allowed to go and babysit anymore. Anyone have any experience with that? 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. Speaking of shortages due to covid uh, there are some cars, Longoria, that are in short supply. Oh, okay. Vehicles. Uh, not your El Camino. No. But um, because of the coronavirus pandemic, uh, plants closed for weeks at a time, whatever, and that kind of like backed up the supply chain. So as a result, these are the 10 vehicles that are in short supply, where if you want to get one or buy one or even get any parts for them, it might be difficult because of the, the COVID-19 shutdown. Uh, Dodge Challenger. What are your initial thoughts on the Dodge really? Challenger? Yeah. I like them. Okay. You're all right? I wouldn't buy them. They're like them. the old um, General Lees, right? I don't know. No. Yeah. Uh, number nine, I used to own this. I love this. And I'll, I'll own one again in the future. Jeep Wrangler. Mm. Jeep Wrangler's tough to get because of the coronavirus. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, number eight, uh, Chuck used to drive this, the Subaru Stop Crosstrek. <laughs> That's never, a little hatchback. I never drove anything little, like that. A little that. grocery getter. No. No. Uh, number seven, another Chuck favorite, the uh, Toyota RAV4. Stop. He likes those little mini, hippie cars. Little mini SUVs. Uh, number six, the Toyota Sienna. Is that the van, Longoria? I'm going to defer to your van expertise. I don't know. I don't have a van. I wouldn't know. The Toyota Sienna is in short supply because of that. Uh, yeah, that's the van. Oh, wow, a lot of Toyotas. So apparently this is whatever happened during COVID and the and the shutdown, it affected a lot of Toyota plants because number five is the Toyota Tundra. 
That's a pickup, no? Yes. That's the bigger truck. That, that's the bigger truck. The Sienna is a truck or a, a No, it's a van. It's a minivan. Oh, a minivan. Yeah. All right. I know my minivans. Do you? I know my hot moms Mini drive Minivans are there. really um, fancy now. Yeah. They're, they're not like my grandmother's 88 minivan <laughs> that I drove yeah. around. Uh, number four, the Toyota 4Runner. That's like an SUV kind of thing? Yeah, I think it's the SUV. Yeah, so these are all in short supply because of the pandemic. Number three, I've never heard of this one at all, the Hyundai Palisade. That sounds like a big car, but I don't. I've, yeah, I've never heard of that. You've ever heard of the Hyundai Palisade? I think it's one of those uh, like cross. Cadillac. No, they're calling it an SUV. An SUV? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, that's their marketing team is not doing well. No, I've never heard of no, it. The Hyundai not, Palisade. No. Number two, the Toyota Tacoma. And the number one uh, vehicle that's in short supply because of COVID 19, uh, the Kia Telluride. Sorry, I jumped the gun on the Kia Telluride. Again, I've, I don't even know what that is. That's an SUV. An SUV as well. So there you go. Uh, Stephanie joins us on the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Steph, what's going on? Hi. I'm just driving out here in rural Jackson County, so I hope I don't lose you. Are you calling about the babysitters? I am. What do you know? What I know is, from my experience, from the girls you know, from the local high school here is they're babysitting and my daughter, actually she just graduated, so she's 18, but she's been babysitting um, this whole time. She actually had a family contact her and specifically said, hey, we need you, but are you a social butterfly? And she's not. She's a good girl and she's not been going out and stuff, so she said yes, Yeah, I can do it. And um, she's had great success. So she I've goes, never even thought about the other side of the coin where the parents might be, like, requiring babysitters to be COVID-free. Like, bring your paperwork. Interesting. It's a whole a whole little uh, industry there, the babysitting industry. I want, to, I want to talk about that some more after news, weather, and traffic. Plus, Johnny Kilbasa with a fast food review, 404-872-0750. On Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. This is The Mark Aram Show. Perez and you're listening to the Mark Aram show. That was quick. Damn that was long Deb. That was Deb. Good job, Deb. Teamwork there. So this is the latest edition of the bumper music. Chuck, do you know what this is from? I think so. What is it from? Isn't this from uh the movie? It might be. I don't know. It's from the Modelo uh, beer commercial though. Oh, this sounds like the beginning of the Yeah, no, this sounds like um a Clay it's probably originally from a Clint Eastwood movie. Yeah. I just love this little ditty. Sounds like good, the bad, and the ugly. Maybe it's it's definitely been in a movie before. Yeah. And actually, I think Deborah's going to do some fact checking. I mean, I think the the composer who did this died recently, just a couple days ago, yeah. maybe last week. Oh, and Charlie's right, the good, the bad, the ugly. Is that good, what it is? Yeah, That's what I thought. Yeah, okay. good for Modelo. So That's I, solid. I'm keeping this in the uh, in the rotation. Yeah. All right. Speaking about the good, the bad, and the ugly, let's hit Johnny Kibasa with a fast food review. And now on the Mark Aram Show, it's time for the fast food review. Joining us live on the greasy, salty hotline from parts unknown, height unknown, weight. Oof, we do not want to know. Johnny Kibasa and the ever so popular fast food review. How you doing, Jonathan? I'm doing great, Mark Aram. Rest in peace, Ennio Moroni, the great composer. That song's called The Ecstasy of Gold. It is from 
the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the greatest band ever, Metallica, plays the original version of that song yeah. as a walk-up. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. I thought yeah. it was. I make the hair on the back of my neck stand up straight when I hear it, Mark, and I'm ready to go because I got breaking news for you tonight. Bro. All right, let's hit that breaking news sounder there, Longoria. Where is Hector? What's going on there, buddy? Happy National Chicken Wing Day, Mark. It's Ooh. been chicken wing week all week on the Fast Food Review. Monday we talked about Domino's new fast food chicken wings, or I guess you could call them fast food chicken wings. And today, all over the world, we're celebrating National Chicken Wing Day. And I got a couple news bits for you. There's still time to go out and get some chicken wing deals around the big city, Mark. Where am I headed right after the show to get some chicken wing deals, Johnny K? Buffalo's Cafe's got all you can eat for $14.99. Wingstop's got five free wings with the purchase of any wings. BW3, one of my favorite places, gets six free wings with the purchase of wings. Applebee's got two for one wings. There's still time. Hooters, 10 free boneless wings with the purchase of 10 wings. And down at Taco Mac, half off all the wing orders. So there you go. Get in your car, gas it up, and start heading out. There was there was one establishment I'd never heard of that you mentioned. B4, what is it? What did you say? BW3. What is What is that? Buffalo Wild Wings. Oh, I'm sorry, Buffalo I, Wild Wings. Yeah. I had never heard of that as they got, a nickname. There's, there's a couple. Yeah, BW3s. It used to be Buffalo Wild Wings and Weck. Now it's just Buffalo Wild Wings. I got rid of the BW3 or the W and the three when the World Wide Web came into town. Oh, I got you. Jersey. So Buffalo Wild Wings is uh, where to go. It, yeah. Interesting. Um, Are you new in town or? <laughs> no, I just never heard it referred to as that before. I've definitely enjoyed Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, but I just never heard that uh, that nickname for you. Did you know that, Longoria? Yeah, I knew what he was talking about. Yeah. All right. Uh, Johnny, I started a little controversy on social media this morning, and maybe not so much a controversy. Because today is National Wing Day, I asked if folks flavor, favored the, uh, the drums or the flats, so the drumsticks or the wings. Do you want to weigh in on what your favorite is? Yeah, for the longest time, I liked the drums because they seemed to be easier to eat. But then a friend of mine taught me a trick about unhinging the bones on the flat. So if you, if you unhinge the bones on the right, the right side of the flat and unconnect it, you can stick it in your mouth, hold one end, and just bite down on it, and all the meat comes off at once. So ever since I learned that trick, I'm a flats guy, but I'm going to eat either one. Yeah, of course. I mean, we're both we're all going to eat either one, but I I prefer the uh, the legs, the the drums because I think there's I think you get more meat on the drum than you do on the wing. Overall, I think there's mm-hmm. and it's a darker meat. It's a sweeter meat. And <laughs> yeah, I like to keep my head on a swivel. I, if, you know, flats in one hand, drumsticks on the other. I got to adjust in mid chomp. Yeah, because. So, Get out of my way when I'm eating chicken wings. When I, when I go to Publix, where shopping is a pleasure, and they've got really good wings in their deli, uh, I ask for all uh, drums, and they don't upcharge me. Some places will upcharge you if you they say, yeah. if you want all flats or all. I think Hooters does. Or all drums. I like Hooters wings, too. Deborah, have you ever had Hooters wings? Absolutely not. They have, they, <laughs> <laughs> they have the breaded wings, which are oh. way less healthier for you, yeah, but, they're, but good. they're really good. Lisa Campbell, who used to do the evening news here with Mike Cavanaugh, she, I, I don't know why this tradition has stopped. People stop bringing food to this freaking radio station. Um, she used to bring in, like, dozens of uh, breaded Hooters wings, like, once a month. Like, I don't know, 200 of them. Ooh. And they were so, I'd never had them before. They were so, so good. 
That's a good wing right there. Speaking of, not to hijack your segment, I found out um, Mike Calhoun passed away. You guys probably never heard of him, but he used to do a uh, longtime news guy here in uh, Atlanta, and he used to do news on B98 in the morning. Can you believe, like, they used to do news on B98 in the morning. I think when I moved here, they still did. Yeah. yeah. So back in the old White Columns building, when I first started, the traffic center, it was like a desk, was next to the WSB news desk, WSB uh, FM news desk, and Mike Calhoun would come in and do the morning news. Like, he, they had their own, that's how much money was going around in radio back in the late 90s, that <laughs> B98, who plays like Kenny Loggins and Phil Collins, or did, they had their own news person in the morning. Anyway, and he would do like hourly newscasts. Hey, and he had a great voice. He was awesome, nice guy. But he used to bring his dog into work every day with him. And it was like this sweet lab mix. And the dog would walk in, no leash. The dog would just walk in, go under his little news desk, lie down, and go to sleep. And would just stay there, the most well-behaved dog you'd ever... Lisa Campbell could bring in wings, and the dog would stay under, <laughs> underneath the, the desk. It was awesome. And Mike used to live around the corner at uh, in Ansley. One of the, he had a house in Ansley, and uh, he invited us over one one day. And he had like these parrots that were they spoke multiple languages. <laughs> wow. Yeah, this guy was an interesting dude. Really nice guy. Um, and then when like the bean counters came in and said, "Why are we paying someone to do news on B ninety eight point five? Like. He lost his job, but he'd been around for a while, and I just found out he, he passed recently. So, uh, Mike Calhoun was a it was a good dude, good coworker. I, I I feel bad we lost touch. I'm not even sure if he was in the Atlanta area, but uh, yeah, a little trip down uh, memory lane, Johnny K. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Thanks, thanks, Johnny. Jeez Louise. That was great. I'm not even plugging. I'm not even plugging your website anymore, Johnny. Well, you got Russ and Gainesville doing a stupid thing now, too, so who cares? <laughs> all right, I'll plug you. Johnny K., we appreciate you as always, and? It's a cholesterol time, baby. So am I. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Newsbusters <laughs> Podcast on any pod app or johnnykielbasa.com. Happy wing day, everybody. All things Kielbasa. Oh, actually, Johnny, hang on. I want to talk to you for a second, but I do have to check traffic with uh, Mike Shields. Mike, are you a uh, wing guy or a, a leg guy? I'm a wing guy. Got to go with the flats. All right, flat guy. What do we got on the roads, buddy? Unfortunately, no change in Gwinnett County. Gridlock alert continues. I-85 northbound at Jimmy Carter Boulevard. Exit number 99. A crash on fault. Multiple vehicles. Still has only the right shoulder open. Use Buford Highway or Peachtree Industrial Boulevard as an alternate. New gridlock alert in downtown Atlanta. Live look at the jam cam. Crash I-75-85 northbound at I-20. Exit number 247. Only a right shoulder open there as well. You can use Highway 41, which is Northside Drive, Boulevard, or I-285 as alternates, Mark. All right, thanks, Mike. So this is, might be overkill, but today is not only National uh, Chicken Wing Day, Johnny, but it's also National Lasagna Day. As our re- resident Italian member of the Mark Aram Show, uh, your thoughts on the, on the pantheon of Italian dishes, where lasagna falls in? I'd say it's, it's a mountaintop of... Italian dishes. It's one of my favorite Italian dishes because it's a it's a thing where you can really experiment with a lot of things. You can change up a lot of things, and it'll still be lasagna overall. Like I I don't really like ricotta cheese that well, so I like to make like a brie bechamel for Oof. the ricotta layer, 
and then just mozzarella and provolone and maybe some cheddar. You could go sausage or you could go pulled pork and cheddar. Hey, that's still a lasagna as long as you layer it in. There with they they have a Mexican lasagna. lasagna. They do. Yeah, I've had a Mexican lasagna before. Lasagna to me if you bring, if you go uh, to dinner at someone's house and they're serving lasagna, you're like, all right, this is good. I'm gonna leave full. To me, that's that's what lasagna means. Like you get that square, dense chunk of goodness. That to me is a good sign. Deborah Green, I, I would imagine even you it. like lasagna. I love Italian food, but I make a pretty decent lasagna. Yeah. At least that's what people tell me. Do you go off the reservation like Johnny and use a bechamel? And... I've tried different things in different yeah. lasagnas, yeah, just to see how they turn out. You can experiment. Johnny, you're right. You can experiment with lasagna. You could chuck do a wild boar lasagna. I have. I've really? Too. Yeah. The only thing is I, yeah. I'm not a, uh, a huge cook, but I've tried to make lasagna. It's it's a, a process. You, the, those noodles, the, the I mean, you got a layer. That's it's no hamburger helper. It's no hamburger helper. You're <laughs> yes. exactly right. It's a, a they heat. have a hamburger helper lasagna, don't they? They do. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I had oh, to. Wow. I had the original <laughs> cheeseburger. Oh, you're gonna right go there. out and get it. Now. Yeah, uh, Johnny. Your thoughts on vegetable lasagna? <laughs> I do like the vegetable lasagna. Actually, if you take zucchini and you know you cut it like a lasagna pasta. Yeah. Honestly, if you do it right, you can't even tell. Interesting. So like Almost a low-carb a low carb lasagna. Yeah, from, it's a low-carb lasagna. From Johnny Kilbasa. All right, I just wanted to mention, I mean, the hot wings got all the press today, but it's National Lasagna Day. Lasagna is a good, that's a good dish. Yes, it is. Yeah, I'd like them both. Yeah. Give me uh, chicken wings for the appetizer and lasagna for my main dish. Duna's got a good lasagna. Johnny took me there. Bambinelli's. Rest in peace to... Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, but Bambinelli's. She brought that in. She did yeah. bring that in, yeah. All right, Johnny, sorry. I kept you late. <laughs> Anytime, bro. All right, see you later. Uh, I like a good lasagna. Yeah. Too bad you can't have the all-you-can-eat. All Olive Garden. You're such a jerk. <laughs> for the, for the, the remainder pasta. of your life, $500. The pasta pass? Yeah. You son of a biscuit, Longoria. <laughs> Why? Why would you rub salt in my wounds? Alan's up on National Lasagna Day on the Mark Aram Show. What's going on, Alan? Dude, I, I love lasagna as much as the next person, but you got me going on this wing thing. Okay. And one of my big beefs is you go to one of these restaurants and you order buffalo wings, and then they bring you this plate of breaded crap. And that's not a buffalo wing. A you, buffalo wing is never, ever, ever breaded. Correct. And I, I, that just that just sets me off to the wrong end. But if, if you I can't get, like there are. I mean, you you admit though there is a thing as breaded wings. You just can't call them buffalo wings. Like it's that's oh, just. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. You, you go to the uh, like like you said the Hooters thing. The breaded wings at Hooters they rock. They're awesome. But you go to some of these places where you order buffalo wings. And then they bring you this plate of breaded wings. Yeah. And well, then you if say, you, well, these are not buffalo wings. I, uh, what I mean, I, I've been to menu. They are. Yeah. Good point, Alan. Thank you. Uh, I've been to Buffalo and had the original buffalo wings. I'll give you my review when we come back. Four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty one eight hundred WSB Talk on Twitter and Instagram at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show. <laughs> Atlantis News and Talk. Final segment of the Wednesday show. Thanks for everyone for listening. Don't forget, uh, once you get out of your car, you can listen at home via the WSB radio app. That's how I listen. Or Amazon Home, Google Home, Amazon Alexa. Amazon Alexa, Google Home. Yes. And the podcast, Longoria, posts them every night after the show. You can listen I to do. the podcast 
wherever you listen to podcasts. Um, tomorrow is a big day for all of us here at WSB Radio. Just a reminder, it's our 20th annual WSB Carathon as we raise money uh, to benefit the Aflac Cancer Center at Children's Healthcare of Atlanta. 20 years we've been doing this. We've raised millions and millions of dollars. Actually, you you listeners have donated millions and millions of dollars, and we're going to need you to do it more so than ever tomorrow. I know it's a tough time economically out there with the COVID and the coronavirus, the pandemic, but uh, listen, you, you came through us through recessions after 9-11. Anytime we think we're going we're gonna to fall on our faces with this, you guys turn out to be more generous than ever, and I, I hope that will be the case tomorrow. We will be, it's, it's a weird carathon year because we're not going to be able to go to the hospital, obviously, because of the uh, pandemic. So we're not going to be broadcasting live from CHOA. Uh, we'll be here at the station, but tomorrow we'll be live from 6 to 8, raising money. And then Friday, we're on early from noon to 2. So some early uh, afternoon antics of the Mark Aram Show and the Bananas. So the carathon is tomorrow very easy. You're going to be able to call a number or... You can just donate online. I, that's what I do every year is just donate online at WSBRadio.com. Uh, it's it's my favorite time of the year at WSB Radio, and I'm glad we're still able to do it despite this uh, this stinking pandemic. And hopefully we'll get a vaccine soon, and Longoria can get a babysitter again, and <laughs> Chuck can go out and get an apple martini, whatever what? you want. I don't know. <laughs> apple teeny. <laughs> my that, preferred drink. Yeah. I, we just heard that spot from, uh, well, I'll do this tomorrow. Tell us the Buffalo Wings story. Oh, I went Anchor Bar. Buffalo, New York, the original Buffalo, where, okay, where they made them. Right? Yeah, where the guy figured out I'm wasting all this stuff. The 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 first ever Buffalo wing ever. It was meh. Yeah, Buffalo wings are the freaking same anywhere you go. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, in fact, there's a place in Buffalo called Duff's. It was like the second place they did them. They were actually better in the Anchor Bar. Do you like them fried or baked? Like fried. Or, you like them fried? Everything fried. Yeah. Yeah, especially star of the show. Fry up that star of the show, Longoria. <laughs> Are you guys ready for the Mark Aram Star of the Show? Yeppers. Doug Turnbull gets Star of the Show for jumping in when uh, Randy's uh, connection crapped out. He played Millennial Match Game and did traffic from the WSB Skycopter. All right, uh, Carathon starts tomorrow. Good stuff starts tomorrow morning with Atlanta's Morning News and Scott Slade. We shall, if you want, continue this conversation on Twitter and Instagram, at Mark Aram. Facebook, it's Mark Aram WSB. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-suite Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.